How to prepare. Being prepared is simple. Are you ready for the secret? He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. 1 John 2 verse 6 Walk as he walked. Well, we can all agree that we are to walk as he walked because of all the false doctrine that has invaded Christianity. We don't all agree on what that means. I recently spoke to a theology graduate straight from university and he said, well, we are to walk as he walked, but Jesus only meant that as a spiritual statement. We don't need to walk as he walked physically. Now, whether you do or don't agree with my brother, we need to get something straight. We have been called by Yahweh, the King of the universe, to walk as Yeshua walked. He set the standard of holiness in the beginning when he started his story with man. Throughout the Torah, we read how God gives instructions on what is set apart, holy, and what is profane. He tells us what is pleasing to him and what is an abomination to him. When we fail to walk in holiness, God sent Yeshua, the Word made flesh, who walked out God's instructions perfectly, even to the point of sacrificing himself on the tree for all mankind. A perfect picture of the grace and kindness of God that draws us to repentance and freedom. Then he whispers, Walk as I walked. Was Yeshua merely being spiritual when he said that? It doesn't end there. God then sends his spirit to come and dwell within us and tells us that he will write his Torah, his teaching, on our hearts and cause us to walk in complete obedience to the very instructions he gave us in the beginning. Ezekiel 36 verse 27 Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you have heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. 1 John 2 verse 7 Today, we are going to do away with all those excuses many of you might have heard from a pastor, a parent, or even those who call themselves prophet. If you do not walk as Yeshua walked, or have been taught a theology that excuses some of what Yeshua walked out as only for him, then you have grasped onto demonic doctrine designed to make you look more like the world and less like him. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Hosea 4 verse 6
Hosea talks about God's people being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. But what is this knowledge? He continues to say it is because they have rejected the law of God and that a time will come when they will cry out, My God, we know you. Hosea 8 verse 2 Israel shall cry unto me, My God, we know thee. Matthew provides us God's answer and the same reason of destruction as Hosea, a lack of knowledge that leads to lawlessness. And then will I declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Matthew 7 verse 23 In Matthew 7, we read about those who casted out demons, healed the sick, and even raised the dead. Now, I have been honored to see God heal the sick through me. I have even been honored to fight alongside Yeshua in casting out demons. At the time of writing this, though, I have yet to raise the dead. We are talking about some serious believers here with some serious faith. Yet he will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Matthew 7, 23. But how could this be? We need to understand that these people were believers who loved God. At least they professed to be but they died due to their own ignorance, destroyed for a lack of knowledge that corrupted their hearts and actions. Similarly, certain Pharisees were also convinced that they were doing the right thing in persecuting Yeshua, but their pride and ignorance of the very scriptures that prophesied about Yeshua caused their destruction. Many teachers from the grace group stumble in their explanation of this scripture. Many have tried to explain that the signs and wonders performed were fabricated, since only they say to God that they have done all these miracles. I find it hard to believe these individuals will stand in front of the throne of God and have the boldness to lie to His face. God will not be mocked. And I submit to you that it will be physically impossible to lie in the presence of our mighty, perfect, and holy God. These individuals were walking in great power, some of which may be even by the Holy Spirit. God can use anyone. I'm sure you can recall at least a few times in your life that God used an unbeliever to minister to your heart. After all, if God used a donkey, such as seen in Numbers chapter 22, then he can certainly use anyone. God is so concerned with reaching his people and the lost that he will do so even through completely broken and sinful vessels. If he needed someone perfect to do a miracle through, His Spirit would not be able to move through any of us. These people thought they were all right with God. They called Him Lord, Lord, 
after all. Some of them were in ministry and, from the world's perspective, had committed their entire life to the works of God. Yet there was an issue. Pride. They had believed a part of the very demonic doctrine responsible for the great falling away. That the law of God has been abolished, fully or in part. That it is of no effect or considered a strange thing. They have chosen to be without law. I believe pride is the root of the ability of a person to believe this doctrine. You may have heard the expressions, the truth hurts and the truth will set you free. In the end of time, the father plans to awaken his bride to the full magnitude of his truth. This revelation bears a responsibility on our generation that the bride has not carried since the days of the first disciples. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Acts 17 verse 11 We have always had the responsibility to separate truth from the lies. But during the implementation of this deception by Satan, it has become such a normal belief in traditional Christianity that anyone suggesting otherwise is immediately pushed aside. We no longer test everything and hold on to what is good. But we listen to our pastors and hold on to what seems right to a man. We fear to discover we have believed a lie for our entire lives. We are comfortable in our ignorance. Suddenly, everyone who attempts to present the truth becomes an adversary to our lukewarmness and comfortability. To whom much has been given, much is required. Brothers and sisters, we need to understand that today God is opening His hands to our generation to give us an incredible deposit of revelation that will empower us to walk in both spirit and truth exactly like Yeshua did.